He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Welcome, everybody, to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today, joined by a good buddy of mine, somebody who uh, it really sucks that we don't really work together as much. Although, I guess, I guess I'm a part of the All Access team in a way, since I do that every Thursday now. So, I am. He is. He is still a colleague of mine. <laughs> Ross Chapalu, uh, he of rewatching fame on Twitter, joins us now. I'm realizing as as you signed on, I've never seen your hair before. I don't know if it was because like you wore a hat or you kind of cut out the top side of your head with with the angle that you were recording yourself from. But yeah, this is. I, I congrats on having hair. You have that over Harrison. Wow. So first you say I'm like five three, and then you like accuse me of having no hair. Um, but no. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say you didn't have hair. I'm saying I didn't see it. Like I, you know. No. So like I actually got a new camera, so like my like the laptop would actually cover my hair. Yeah, you know, I, that's like, what got I thought. One of those one of those professional cameras. Yeah. So now you can see uh, my face for radio is all on all over camera now. So it's, it's, it's working a lot better. I just, I legitimately thought that you had like a LeBron hairline and, mm. and like you were intentionally cutting off like the top part of your head. Cause if LeBron could, he would do that. He would just say like, Hey, <laughs> NBA, like, do you guys mind maybe cut, you know, showing us from a super low angle and cutting out the top of my head? Like, is that, is that okay? And uh, Adam Silver would consider it, I think. I think he would, you know, he, he does everything else for the players. He would consider doing that. You know, he doesn't <laughs> care really much about how nice it is to watch from the fans' perspective. But if the players asked for it, I think he would do it. I think he would he would really consider it. Yeah, it'd be too early for me, I think, to start losing hair. At least I hope. I think, you know, I should I should, I should be able to have my hair for a little bit longer. But, yeah. I'll, That's I'll what Harrison thought. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's uh he makes sure I make sure I take care of my hair now, you know. I I'm worried about the amount of gel I put in it. You know, I see Harrison on the lounge every time. I'm like, oh maybe I should put a little bit less gel, you know, on my hair. <laughs> just go and wash your hair just to be extra safe. Yeah. Um, all right. So today's show, we have a lot to talk about coming off of that that win in uh overtime, unfortunately, against uh the Utah Jazz. Not the win being unfortunate, but going to overtime is unfortunate so we have that to talk about uh we have some rotation questions that i kind of wanted to ask you about i've noticed something the lakers have done more recently um that that uh with ad in the post that i think is going to reap some benefits uh moving forward as well and then you know kind of anything else that that comes up um we'll start with the win though because uh look when i played baseball um you would occasionally have, you would just kind of fart the ball off the end of your bat and it would just kind of loop over the second baseman and it would count as a hit. It would, it, you know, the, the coach would yell at you from the dugout. They all count the same in, 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 in the, uh, in the box. Right. And, 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 uh, is that a real term fart? I'm, so I have, I have no idea about any of this. Is fart <laughs> the ball off like the bat. Is that a real thing people say? Is that like a, is no, that like I mean, it was, that, that was more of an onomatopoeia. Like it was just oh, kind yeah. of, it, it paints a picture, right? Like the ball just kind of barely loops off of your bat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, 
God bless you, Raj. Like a quick like, release, kind of like just, that. Like a <laughs> quick release three kind of thing. I just picture you watching like a World Series game. And like Joe Buck sitting there. <laughs> Joe Buck calls in like the biggest moments of the... Luis Gonzalez once hit one of those flare singles to like, you know, drive in a game-winning run in World Series. And... And I picture you in that call. And Luis Gonzalez, he farts it off the bat. <laughs> the Diamondbacks win. <laughs> so I'm no, it's not. With baseball. <laughs> oh, man. Man, I, I missed you, Raj. I miss talking to you. I, <laughs> I, I, miss, I miss learning so much stuff. Like, you had a pod with Harrison. You guys talked about facelifts. I was like, what in the world is that? And you were, like, talking about <laughs> lifting faces and stuff like that. I'm like, man, it's, it's just, this is where I learn other stuff. Yeah. You're you're pretty young, so that is not something that is uh, that you should be thinking about quite yet. But um, all right, so the Lakers do win one thirty five to one thirty three in Utah. It was a game that going in, I was a little nervous about because they have such a huge one today. By the time you guys are listening to this, um, against the Clippers, D'Angelo Russell didn't play. Uh, I, we got to talk a little bit about that, I think, and. Um, and the Lakers played with their food all game. It was an annoying, you know, I was hoping that they would kind of come out and and put this one away early. I think at one, at one point they were up by double digits and, um, you know, quickly. Left. Yeah, well, there was that. But but I meant earlier in the game, mm-hmm. it looked like, you know, they were up. They would they would get up by like nine or 11 points or whatever. And then, you know, the game could go one of two ways there. You could finish off that run and you can get it up to 15 or 16 points or Utah can go on, on a little mini run and it's a five or a six point game. Uh, more often than not, actually, basically every time in this one, Utah wound up going on those runs and stayed in it and stayed in it and stayed in it. And you thought, finally, all right, it's two minutes left. The Lakers were up by 10. This one should be over. And then everybody started drinking. Uh, on the court, it was the weirdest thing. It was like beer keg keg league softball. Everybody was like a beer at every base. Uh, that everybody started that everybody started chugging. Those two minutes go as poorly as they possibly could have. Kelly Olynyk mm-hmm. banked in a three pointer, and like that was to me. I don't know if you have any of these kind of idiosyncrasies when you watch a basketball game, but if it's a close game and a player banks in a three-pointer, that is usually impossible to overcome. Like, yeah. heading into tonight, uh, I'm looking for Elias to tweet this out, but uh, heading into tonight, teams who banked a, a three in a one-possession game were actually one zillion and five <laughs> and zero. Uh, fortunately, nice. the, the Lakers broke that streak tonight. So really cool to overcome that. Um, getting, like, frustrations aside from how they approach this one, um, was there any like actual game notes that, that you made from this or is this just kind of one of those throwaway games you move on from? No. So I think like just a broad takeaway for me is that LeBron James did not respect any of these Utah jazz players. Like they, he had zero respect for them on the offensive end. Some of the guys I'm going to be fair. I didn't know who they really were. There was a guy, I think Samalik Simic. He was like hitting two, three, he had like three threes mm-hmm. and LeBron was just not guarding him. Uh, Damian Jones, three for three from three. Um, hit the layup at the end. As yeah, for well. a second, I thought Jonas Jurepko made a an NBA comeback when I was watching that Simonich guy play. I'm not gonna lie. 
<laughs> yeah, they do do have. I think Drebko also played in Utah as well. By the way, uh, one of probably the seasons. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for <sense>. reasons. <laughs> he was a good spot. Up. He was a good uh, pick and pop big. Um, yeah, uh, but but yeah, like I think LeBron just did not respect them, and like you said, they played it with their food. Um, but I think you know what I take away from this. Uh, LeBron took over, and this was like one of the first games where LeBron is really, in a long time, right? He got hurt, was out for a little bo- little while. Um, end of the game there, they went to him. He missed that layup at the end of regulation over Damian Jones, had it right there and missed the layup. Uh, but then in overtime was aggressive. And you talk about that Olenek bank in three. Anthony, the Olenek and one to start overtime, that like that crushed <laughs> me. I thought I thought that was it. The tip ball. And, like, and Schroeder is lying there on the ground holding oh. his shoulder. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Schroeder was grifting his way. They were arguing. Yeah. Anthony Davis had like two blocks go against him as well that I thought yeah, was pretty clean. Um, but yeah, the Olympic and one, that was a, that made it a 13-0 run. Uh, but yeah, like to me, I think LeBron taking over. And then AD reading the doubles. I thought he read the double teams pretty well. Austin Reeves had a huge like one dribble pull-up um, to cut it to yeah, one the free throw in line. overtime, uh, which was huge. And uh, yeah. yeah, and that's what I take from it. Last game of a road trip. Anthony, they're 4-0 in this road trip. I believe this brings them to 500 on the road. Them and the Kings, I think, are the only ones who have a winning record. Uh, a winning, uh, not a losing or, record. Or on 500 the road. or better. 500 or better on the road. Um, that's what I take from it. Obaji went nuts. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, had a, he had a ridiculous night as well. Uh, Colin Sexton, I think, hit every step back three. Did the U- <laughs> did um, did the Utah Jazz coach, did uh, Fred Hardy just tell THC to shoot as much as you want tonight? Was that like... I think I, that's that been like, their approach the whole, like... Last few weeks of the season. Okay, yeah. I think THC, every time he got the ball. He scored like, 40 he... the other night. And then he had one point, I think, in their last game. So you can see, <laughs> see the waves that... Uh, Averaged THC 20 points played. over those last two games. <laughs> uh, still no left hand, which was great for a couple of those plays because he could have got easy layups on some of those. He just didn't use his left hand. Um, but yeah, that's why I take, man. It's, uh, I think you, you don't throw this one away, but this is like last game of the road trip. Let's just get out of it with a win. No style points here. And get ready for this huge game tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think the 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 point about Reeves is a big one. Mm-hmm. That a second year undrafted player is willing to take that shot is insane. It's legitimately and not no. I'm going to add to that. A second year undrafted player is going to be willing to take that shot, and I'm going to say, yeah, that's a shot I would take. <laughs> Can you believe, like, a, on a LeBron and AD team, like, that was, that that boggled the mind. Um, speaking of AD, kind of took a step back, I thought, um, in terms of of his kind of actual uh, production here, 21 points on 16 field goals. Offensively, not like his, be- obviously not his mm-hmm. best shooting night. Um, I do think, though, and, and I guess while I'm criticizing him, too, his free throws really make me nervous. Like oh, yeah. Spectrum Spectrum sent out that stat, you know, however many weeks ago, uh, of his the free throws and how how, the how, they, free throw breakdown. how they fall <laughs> off a cliff over the course of the game. Um, and then in this one, like he stepped to the line. I think he missed two straight big ones and and uh you know, it, it that's something that like I think we already saw a team hack A D, like intentionally foul A D. And I do think over the course of like in a seven game series I do think we're going to see it from a team. I do think we're 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 probably going to get that late in the game from AD just to see a team seeing where his head is at, and I think it's going to get in his head. 
Um, yeah. but we, we lost like two games, right? With it, I think the Boston game was one of them where he missed mm-hmm. two, and then the Philly game as well, right? So that's something he's got to clean up. It's been a little bit better. Him and him and LeBron, though, Anthony, like when they go to the line at the end of games, I'm just like, give me a split. Give me, give me one of these. <laughs> give me these free throws. That's where I've moved the bar for them. Just give me yeah. one of these, and then we'll get the ball into Austin or Dennis's Austin again. Like you said, like he please give the ball to Austin at the end of games. I have total <laughs> belief that. He's gonna hit. He's shooting eighty-six percent uh, from the line. Eighty-two uh, so percent at the rim. Oh my god, he's he's, he's <laughs> ridiculous. All right, I, I'm gonna have to pull up that stat over the course of the show, like what kind of class that puts him in. But I think that's like he he's in the top five in the league at uh, scoring at the rim in terms of just raw, um, you know, efficiency there. But uh, I, I on the plus side of AD's game though. And I wanted to talk to you about this and see if you've noticed it as well. But uh, the Lakers are doing a lot more designed cuts and floats and dives and stuff while AD has the ball in the post. And it's really opening up passing lanes mm-hmm. for him that um, like Shaq was kind of like this where it, Shaq isn't who you would think of normally as a great passer. But he had such big hands and he was so strong. Yeah. He just kind of flicked the ball and it would make its way across the court. He just had to know where to pass, right? He just had mm-hmm. to know like which pass to make. And and through design, the Lakers kind of made him a great post passer. And and I think what we're kind of watching here is with AD through those cuts, through those dives, those floats to the corner or floats over to the wing with the anticipation of kicking the ball, one more pass to the corner. Like, I think the Lakers have really designed him into being a more effective player should the double team come. Have you noticed that concerted effort lately as well? Yeah, most definitely. Also, his reads out of the doubles, Anthony, are so much quicker now as well. He's reading a lot quicker. There was a play right before the half, too, where they sent the double and it's a quick skip pass over um, over the defense. And that's just stuff mm-hmm. that, like, he wasn't doing before. And also, like, he has games where it's, like, eight shot attempts. And that's just not acceptable i don't care what defense it is so you see yeah. now like i think tonight he had like 10 points within like three minutes and he has mm-hmm. all that floater stuff going um it's quick attacks baseline and also like we have more shooting on the floor so it's kind of it harder to double as well it's a little bit worse tonight because lou came out and said that the clippers aren't going to double him tomorrow that they're just going to throw zubots to the wolves and good luck Zoo. Like, was he like winking while he said that? Was it like a quote? Did he like put quotations while he said that as well? That's a weird. I didn't thing see the. Say. I didn't see the clip, but I I do kind of feel like it was to like even say that a day a day before. That's weird. I just yeah. saw the tweets going around. Yeah. Um, the guy who sent it out, I think Joey Leonard. He has me yeah. blocked. I don't know who the guy is, but but um, I saw that like other blocked, other but... people um were tweeting out the quote as well. So I think it's real. Yeah. Um, the context of it, I think, is interesting because, you know, you could you could double AD before when, say, Russ was on the team and you knew that Patrick the ball was going to. F- yeah. yeah, well, yeah, right. It wasn't just it. What like I'm just saying, like, people yeah. are going to take that as a shot at Russ, which, you know, it kind of is because he was a shit shooter. But he was also like the team was worse back then when he was on it because of his contract. So um, the ball was eventually going to find somebody who teams were okay with shooting. Uh, now though, you know, the ball rotates out and maybe Schroeder is the one guy who plays regular minutes, maybe him and Rui who yeah. like, if the ball finds them, you take like, you take that three, you take that open three. Um, but you know, they're also getting, you know, whether it's Schroeder or Rui, they're getting put up at the wing 
yeah. where they get that pass and it's a quick kick to the to the corner and that's where you'll see Troy Brown or Malik Beasley or Austin Reeves and and generally the Lakers are, are punishing teams a lot more for that double. Also on on the thing with AD, his shoulder <clears throat> his shoulders are a lot more square when yeah. he's getting doubled. Uh, one thing to that I was really watching and that Pete and I would spend a lot of time talking about back in the day was watch him on that double and he's going to make that pass where his shoulders are not parallel to the ground. They, you yeah. know, there's some kind of an angle and, you know, it takes a lot not to sail that pass or to put anything on it so that by the time the ball gets there, you actually still have an advantage. And I, yeah, like he's handling that a lot better. Yeah, yeah. And also like, so just having, so switching it up, you have D'Lo and Austin now around him, right? Usually in that starting, in that starting backcourt. It's a lot tougher to send two on that. And then tonight, how we punish Utah, actually. So they had LeBron as the post-entry passer, and they were starting to double at the end. And LeBron can cut off that, right? So he has a lane, and that's really yeah. tough to stop. So you have LeBron cutting on that, and that's much tougher than like if it's just Pat Bev or even Russ, who people are kind of playing off of. And uh, yeah, him just going quick, all those flip shots are back. And Anthony, I think the one of the biggest things for him is like re-entering that jump shot into his game. So the mid-range jumper is back into his shot diet. And I think mm -hmm. that's important, not just for him like to take the shot. It's also like gets him to feel the ball more, right? It gets him in a rhythm because he'll he'll go like mm -hmm. uh, before he was shooting again. And uh, he, I don't think he took a three tonight, but like before he was shooting the basketball on those, he'd go like quarters without taking a shot. And that's just because yeah. like sometimes you can't get all the way to the rim every time, but still yeah. let him pick and pop get a rhythm there and you see that kind of open up now he's getting fadeaways to go and that opens up his floater game he's getting to the line um almost 12 or, 12 or 13 free throws um in this last stretch and i think that's really opened it up for him and he's he averaged what 38 on this trip before tonight um uh, before yeah. having <laughs> before having 21 so uh western conference player of the week uh anthony davis so yeah i think that's kind of what's really opened up for him and just you put that with lebron and hopefully d'lo can play more than a few games at a, at a time here so he can, he can enter the enter the full rotation but uh i think you saw tonight that's it's a tough cover um if you have ad going and you have lebron plus some shooters around it um and they're even telling vanderbilt to shoot threes which uh, he's they're going in right now i'd i'd rather have that kind of swing to a dho but um it, it's working for now for now yeah i think it's more like right now, this is this is kind of an interesting time of the year because teams have to <clears throat> they kind of have to balance, um, you know, working on their stuff, implementing yeah. their stuff, getting into a rhythm going into the playoffs and also saving some stuff so that teams don't have that scouting directly like on tape recently, um, you know, for whoever they're playing. And and I do kind of think telling Vanderbilt to shoot is kind of a kind of a scouting red herring almost where where they're they're basically saying like go ahead take that shot and teams have it on film that uh, well he's a willing shooter now um, but I think in the postseason if he takes that shot I personally will run onto the court and make sure that he you know I, it, it can't I saw, happen again I saw you tweet about uh, someone jumped on a JTA pump fake and I almost lost I was my so mind. pissed <laughs> I was so angry oh my god. Yeah, the ball the ball rotates over to JTA in the corner and he takes he like looks at the rim and I think it was Beasley or maybe Vander, but yeah. one of those two guys, they, they like jump. they they close out super hard to his left shoulder and he gets a, a, a baseline drive right to the basket. And you know, I when the games are this late, especially yeah. this late in the season, uh where they there's real stakes attached to all of them, 
I have to watch outside because if I make noises in the house and wake up children, I wind up divorced. So like I was outside and, and I'm pretty sure my neighbors heard me just like, why? What are you like? <laughs> so angry at such a dumb mistake. But I think like, <clears throat> I think that really kind of summarized this game. You know, yeah. like even, even that, that LeBron take there at the end where, um, you know, he missed the layup at the end. I think part of why he missed that layup was having, having played with Damian Jones this season, he thought there was no chance whatsoever. Jones was going to challenge that shot. He was just like, now, now, where was that? What the fuck? What the fuck? You weren't there all year. And, and, and he winds up missing that um, really fun game, though, from my, from my you know, large adult son, Damian Jones, going like three of three. three Not just that. The, the two free throws in a row, I think that's what pissed me <laughs> off at the end. The two free throws in the row. I was like, yeah. come on, man. And, and he they both like look super clean. Absolutely. Like, went, <laughs> went right in. No rolling in. And then he had like a, he had like a five-foot like push shot. I'm like, that wasn't here at all. He's setting like... He's hitting like good screens, rolling to the rim. Yeah, um, yeah, like doing all the stuff. That I was like, man, we're, we needed a big this year, Anthony. Like we could have used, <laughs> we could have used a center. We were, we were going with Thomas Bryant, winning Gabriel, you know, with no center back backup because Damian Jones was unplayable. It's just uh, he had the game of his life. <laughs> he knew Dad was watching. You know, he gets some PS Five time after that one. Congrats, Damian. Um, any other notes from from this one before we move on to you know what we're looking at league picture wise? Is there? A, I, I thought it was kind of weird over the course of the game. Vanderbilt only plays eighteen minutes. Uh, they really kind of went away from Rui. I thought late in the game got a lot of Troy Brown minutes out there. Um, yeah. Do you think that was matchup dependent? I, I I personally think the Lakers should force the the tough matchup there with the physicality but that isn't really how Ham seems to operate. Yeah, so what I think is, so Darvin Ham doesn't really like playing Rui with Vanderbilt, so he just, like, chooses one, and Rui mm-hmm. was, like, playing really well. I think Rui had, like, 17, 18 points, and then they had Troy Brown at the end because if you, so they needed someone to put on THT, and if you saw at the end there, they went defense, offense, sub, right? So they put yeah. Bando in to guard THT, which Bando hasn't played in, like, one and a half hour real time. Right, And they yeah. threw him on THT, and he did a little fade, got to the rim, and Bando and Troy Brown had a miscommunication. It's like, well, he didn't play for one hour, so I don't really blame him there. But, uh, yeah, like, that was like a defense office sub there. And and then, so, if you have Vanderbilt playing with Dennis, that's just not enough shooting. So that's why they went with Troy Brown. But, yeah, like, Anthony, I think they should play him together, though. I think Vando's more of a three than a four, and Rui's more of a four than a three. I think those two can kind of coexist. And Rui's been shooting his open threes as well. He's starting to go to the rim more. Like every time I watch him drive, I'm like Phil Handy. Like that's that's Phil yeah. Handy right there. Because like and all on that defense. stuff was defense. Too. I'm sure Washington is watching this. Like where was this for three years? <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's having like Bradley Beal's like, like is that the same guy? I don't even know his name, but is that the same guy? <laughs> yeah. Like so when you go back and rewatch, like he's one of the few guys that actually goes and puts a body on guys to box out. It's like yeah. all this stuff that like. So if you read about, listen to him about Washington, like, oh yeah, all he wants to do is shoot mid-range jumpers. And then you like watch him here. He's like a defensive force. He's like boxing out. He's blocking shots at the rim. Uh, he's been such a fine for Kendrick Nunn in a few seconds. It's just uh, a huge value. I think he, he's starting to really find his way. But yeah, like I, that's what I take from him. I think Rui had another solid game. I think we had like six guys in double figures, just a really balanced attack. And uh, Anthony, it's so weird 
watching a team that makes sense like it's just it's strange it's like watching a yeah. team with like everything fits and the basketball like makes sense and they have like eight games together with the real people but um it, it's nice to have the optimism rewarded from this season finally into a how, team that's that's good how often in the last couple of years did we have like frustrating wins more often than not when the lakers won it was just like oh thank god oh <laughs> <sighs> That's what that feels like, right? But now, now, yeah. like with the, with the, with the team that's actually good that you expect something from, you actually walk away from it like you know, those fuckers. Like you, you really needed overtime, you know. Um, really quickly before we move on to to you know the rest of the league, D'Angelo Russell went from probable to questionable to out in very short order. Uh, this coming yeah. on the heels of a game where we didn't see him get dinged up. And he went from healthy to out for the second half against Houston. Um, I, it was funny to see people in my mentions like, oh, you got to keep him fresh for the second half of a back. He's 27 years old, guys. And it's not like he's like the height of athleticism. Like this, this guy doesn't need to like go out there and dunk on people. Um, I, the whole situation here is weird. The way that uh, the, the information is coming out about his availability is weird. Uh, his availability itself is weird and I think um, is actually like fans are always going to be frustrated with stuff like this because they're fans and that's what we do. Mm -hmm. But f for team personnel, I think to start getting a little annoyed at like, are you just deciding not to play? Like what's, what's the deal here as, as I'm kind of hearing some whispers about out there um, that has been interesting to start to, to hear and, and, you know, it's funny, I, uh, again, I have some, I, you know, friends kind of all throughout the league who cover other teams, and some of them covered D'Angelo Russell out there, and they would say, like, yeah, D'Lo, if he isn't 100%, either wouldn't play, or you would, like, he would make it known to everybody that he just wasn't 100% and wouldn't really try in, in whatever game he was playing that he wasn't 100% in. So, like, this might be just how he handles injury stuff, and he is coming up on a contract here. Um, you know, he, it might be this contract is probably going to take him into his thirties. So he's probably going to be super careful about it. But that said, this is your audition for that contract. Like th this is, this is the, the, the last kind of, uh, impression that you're going to, to, to put on the team that you're hoping to get the contract from. So the way that this whole, all of this is kind of going down has yeah. really raised an eyebrow for me. How are you looking at it all? Yeah, I think, Anthony, the most frustrating part, so, like, talking about injuries, obviously, there's, like, a fine line, right? Like, going, like, talking about players' injuries and what, like, why a guy's playing or not. It's tough to really um, walk that line. But I think the most frustrating part is, number one, the last two injuries were uh, non-live, they were not live ball injuries, right? So they didn't happen, like, within, like, yeah. the game. Like, you didn't it see it. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. We, we have no idea when they came about. He finished the game, and then all of a sudden, it was right hip soreness, right? And he was out for a game and then uh he played the first half in houston and then it was right it was uh i think it was right leg soreness um that he was out so it's it's frustrating and then he missed two weeks right with the ankle where he was a game time decision for the game after he hurt it so it's a little there's a couple of different like frustrating parts about that um and I, i'm not sure it wouldn't really make sense for him to like do like do this for like contract situations when like we have a playoff run coming you know you can't do this within like game one or game two that wouldn't that wouldn't make a lot of sense also that's not right. like doesn't really endear you to the people who want to give you a four-year hundred million dollar yeah. contract or whatever so uh, maybe like 
I do believe maybe they, they saw this game. The news, the way it came out today was a little strange. So it was like Lori Markinen ruled out, Kessler Edwards, uh, Walker Kessler ruled out. And then five minutes later, it was D'Lo has moved from questionable to out. So I, I think that they really thought they could steal this game. They got lucky tonight, um, and this is our last back-to-back. So hopefully, you know, he's able to play uh, tomorrow. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it. It's, it's a strange situation. You usually don't see it like this. Um, but Lakers won the last one without him, and hopefully, he can play. He better play tomorrow. Honestly, like that's a <laughs> that's our that's our game of the year. Um, I, yeah. I really hope he plays tomorrow or today, whenever. Peter yeah, is. all of it. All like like you said. Um, you know, kind of speculating on injuries is never like yeah. you are going to sound stupid at some point if you if you speculate on injuries. And um, like Harrison and I talked about when we did at the end of the day, you do kind of have to just take their word for it when it comes to injuries, because it's their bodies, it's their livelihood and all of that. That said, um, what sets this situation apart to me is a the number of people around the league who are like, yep, this is just kind of who he is. Uh, and and B, some of the stuff that you hear from from the Lakers, kind of specifically, where, all right, you're you're good, are we good? Are you you know, what's the deal here? And not really knowing until they know, and then and then it winds up being information that, or 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 an update that that nobody really wanted to hear. So like you're saying, hope he's good. Hope that like this has to end, like. If this continues into the playoffs, um, then I I find it hard to believe that the Lakers would give him the contract that he wants. And mm-hmm. and secondly, even if he winds up getting a contract that he wants, I do think it would be of the sign and trade variety. Like if I had if I had to predict an outcome to this second chapter of D'Angelo Russell with the Lakers, I do think that like we're probably heading towards this summer him getting signed and attached to a pick or two for say like Zach Levine is a name that, that, that comes to oh, mind. Oh man. D'Lo's trust issues are going to be so up and down. I mean, this is like the fifth or sixth time he's going to be yeah. traded. I, I like last, but like, I said, like he has this reputation. So part of it is like, part of it's on him, you know, like people, he, he look, the Lakers are undefeated with him in the lineup, right? They are a significantly better team when he plays. Um, and he has been a very positive impact player since he got here. But, you know, for people around the league to be watching this play out the way it is and to be kind of relaying back to me, yeah, yeah, this is kind of his rep. Uh, it, 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 it concerns me a little bit. Or so it not even like- concerns me. It's it just like it, it, it's something that I kind of, posted away in the back of my mind for what might how things might play out this summer. So he missed he only missed 5 of the uh 54 games with Minnesota. So that's mm-hmm. pretty good. That's a good amount. And then he yeah. missed a whole bunch with us. But the problem to me though again, the basketball fit is so magical, you know what I mean? Like the basketball yeah. fit just feels like it blends so beautifully and that's the part that's like I just want to see it a little bit more like you yeah. said I think they're 6 and 0 with them too that those guys starting and he just he raises our floor so high. Forget about the ceiling. He just raises the floor. You have D'Lo, yeah. Austin, and LeBron, and then you have Vanderbilt and AD just boarding. Like it's a really good starting five. I don't know where I would put that in terms of absolutely league wide, but that's an incredible starting five. So and then and I think the also issue is you can't really replace him, right? It's not like you let him. Uh, you talk about sign and trade. I mean that's that gets tricky as well. But um, yeah, I 
I'm, I just, I love the fit. I'm hoping that that can kind of continue. These injuries seem like they're all like Darvin Ham every time comes out and says everything has been precautionary for like five yeah. weeks now. <laughs> so right. I don't know. So this I don't is know. certainly the time that you want to be, you know, <laughs> extra cautious as, as your season potentially slides away. Yeah, totally yeah, precautionary. Yeah. Yeah. If this was a playoff game, he would have played. Well, Darvin, these kind of are, uh, <laughs> well, I guess the, the other part that's not like, again, this isn't D'Lo's fault, but the part that makes it like, I guess, especially for fans to look, it's like AD's like, yeah, I'm on one leg, but you know what? I'm a, right. <laughs> I'm a play, you know, and LeBron's <laughs> like, I actually tore my like, you know, tendon, but I'm here two weeks early because, you know, right. I need to play and D'Lo and they're like, now we're being precautionary with the 26 year old uh, guard here. <laughs> he needs more rest. I think that's the part where people are like, that two plus two Hold equals on, what? six. That doesn't, that yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on uh, to the rest of the league. So as you and I are talking right now, the Warriors are up 135 to 122 on the Thunder. Uh, the Lakers essentially wrapped up a play-in spot with tonight's win. And I think this would officially do it if the, thin, if the Thunder yes. uh, lose this game. Uh, that the Lakers are guaranteed a spot from you know, seven to 10. Yeah. Uh, had the thunder beat the warriors that would have made things super interesting. The Lakers would have actually had a game up on the warriors uh, to slide, I believe into the sixth spot um, mm -hmm. or, or be tied for it with like Minnesota. Although Minnesota, I think played tonight too. So let me see how that went. They barely uh, they beat, beat the Nets. Yeah. Ah, um, but actually the Lakers have a, a game up on them in the loss yes. column as well. Two of them. Uh, so the Lakers are, are we're, we're starting to see kind of the window that the Lakers could fall into or or or, or enter the playoffs slash play in uh, yeah. spot into. Uh, it looks like it's probably going to be five through seven. It looks like that the Lakers are going to be sitting in. Um, given that it looks like Phoenix is probably going to be the four spot, mm -hmm. I think I'd rather be seven than really? five. I think I think I would rather I, I want to avoid Kevin Durant in the playoff series as long as I possibly can personally. But yeah, you you I seem mean, you you seem to feel differently. Here's my thing, and like so, I'm still in the like I can't believe we're here phase, you know. In the like, I'm so like grateful we're here. Like I feel like we just we we just left hell, you know what I mean? Like we just got out of hell and we entered heaven. And we're already like, let me get to the third stage of heaven. Where's the food at? Where's all like, we're like, I just, yeah. we just got here. Let's, you know, and I don't want to like mess with the <laughs> basketball gods. I think it's like bad juju to be like, are there stages of heaven? I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like you're in and you're in. Like <laughs> that's fair. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where the stages of heaven came from, but I just feel like, you know, we left hell and there's like, there are certainly stages of hell, right? Like, okay. Like yeah. there's like used car salesman is like the, like, you know, the top of hell. You know, and then and then it gets progressively worse, like all the way down to the bottom. And then like heaven, I think you're just in. I think heaven, okay. you're good. All right. Yes. But see, like, I think to me, heaven is like you're in the playoffs, right? Like you get to the playoffs as heaven. But now we're like, yeah, let's pick our opponent. Like, no, let's just win all these games. Let's get into it running. Um, yeah. Don't obviously like Katie and Booker. You don't want to see them in the first round. And yes, the Sacramento, I guess, is the like uh, most attractive uh, opponent to have. But. I'm higher on them than I think most. I'm higher on the regular season. And the Suns are figuring stuff out too, right? And you look at their depth, Anthony. So you go from KD, Booker, Chris Paul, and Aiden. That's their top. But then, like, they start getting into Josh Akogi, um, and guys like that. Yeah. You know, Josh Akogi, I think, is Campaign. good. But, uh, 
campaign. Yeah. And they're uh, the rookie that they're playing uh, Ish Wainwright. Right. You get into those type of people. And uh, I think like our depth can win out of that. But um, I just want to get in. Like I want to get out of the play in. If it's the five, if it's the, if it's the six. Um, we're, we've, so I keep saying this. and I think this hasn't been put out enough. But February 25th, Anthony, we were in 13th place. February 25th. Yeah. We're in 13th place. We were 24 and 28. The next game is in Dallas. LeBron tears, or uh, before he goes to the LeBron James defeat, he like tears whatever tendon that was that he said he uh, he tore. LeBron goes out, and the talking was let's just stay in the playing range. And now we have a chance for like the five seed. And I'm like, I think we should go for it. If we win tomorrow, like I, that's that's uh, that really puts us in position. Um, and you see what Phoenix can do. I think they locked up the four seed tonight, but. That's where I'm at with it. I don't want to be picky. I don't want to be like, let's mess around. And then you're in the play-in. Uh, I was at the playing game last year, Clippers, Pelicans, and the Clippers just lost. They lost, yeah. and then they went to Minnesota. Uh, Patrick Beverly jumped on the scoreboard, and it was over. <laughs> they were they were home, yeah. and it's like they a year just down the drain because you messed around um, in the playing game. So, uh, yeah, I, all <laughs> long story short, let's get in the playoffs. I don't, I don't care how. I think I think I agree with the overall sentiment, right? I yeah. I do kind of think like you go in. How long has it been since we've been able to say that the Lakers have momentum, right? Oh, God. <clears throat> so, like even even within like a, a a single quarter, like they would go on like a four zero run and be like, oh man, they are cooking! <laughs> like look at them go. And and now like you know they're they're able to you know right after the deadline, I think they went like eight and two. Um, I don't know what kind of run they're on right now. So I agree generally that you keep this thing going. You you maintain the good habits that you're kind of building and, and you you maintain the rhythm that you're that you're forming over the, the last stretch of the season and you see, you know, where you sit after you win all of your games, right? Um, yeah. if you can. That said, like I, I you know, you don't want to play with your food. But you also don't necessarily want to make life as hard as it possibly can be on you. And yeah, I yeah, I do think people are a little too low on Sacramento. Uh, we saw what a couple quick guards could do, uh, quick guards who put pressure on the rim can do to the Lakers tonight in Sexton and, and THT. Um, they are not Herder and they are not De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. So, so like that, that certainly you know makes me a little nervous there. Um, the 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 Kings are like you said earlier. They are the only team in the Western Conference with a, a record above five hundred um, on the road, and that arena, Golden West, I think is what it's called now. I'm going to keep calling it Arco, um, Arco yeah. Arena. Like that place is going to be a fucking madhouse. That like that yes. place is going to be on fire every time that they have a playoff game there. Um, and yeah, LeBron is used to shutting up. You know, loud road crowds right mm -hmm. but is malik beasley is austin reeves <laughs> is jared vanderbilt you know like are are, are the, the players that the lakers are really going to be relying on to be the nails to lebron and ad's hammer uh are those guys going to be equipped mentally to to play in those situations so yeah i think that's that's all worth considering that said kevin durant terrifies me he does not lose very many playoff series, man. I think he's lost, what is it, like two playoff series <laughs> in, in like the last few years that he's been healthy. Um, and, and yeah, you can only lose a playoff series once in any given year. 
So that's kind of a loaded stat, but still, like he almost single-handedly beat a Bucks team that went on to win a championship, came up half a shoe size away from knocking that team off. Um, he is is the only guy I have ever seen completely outplay LeBron in a playoff series. Uh, you know the way that he did when he was on the Warriors and LeBron was on the Cavs. Uh, he was the best player in that series, and and that series featured prime LeBron. So, uh, it, of all the guys that I would like to avoid at all possible, he is the highest person on that list throughout the conference. Jokic and his two fraudulent MVPs, um, <laughs> the the fraudulent Clippers, the Memphis Grizzlies, who like I, I still don't know if they're best when John Morant is on the court. Like all of those teams, don't don't really make me nervous as in the way that Kevin Durant does. So so my only my only pushback, like I'm not holding up a sign being like, bring me Kevin Durant. That's not what I'm doing, right? Like, that's not that's not that's not what I'm doing here. But Jared like, Vanderbilt my, my is push- like taking a blowtorch to your sign. <laughs> I love that. Shut word up, Raj. Like, <laughs> Jared Vanderbilt, uh, KD stopper. Yes, that's what it is. Uh, he's no, gonna wake like, up I, tonight, like he's gonna be lying there in bed. And then just come to shut up, Raj. <laughs> Whoever's there with Ben, and who's Raj? I don't know, but he just said bring on Kevin Durant. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I do think we match it. <laughs> we do match oh, up. Oh, see, do. you're doing the thing, Raj. You're no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Just, just hear me out really quickly, okay? okay so all right, all right. we do. We match up better with them. Number one, they're the one team in the West of those top seeds where their continuity is like the same or even maybe less than ours, right? So we have yeah. a continuity kind of mix there, right? They traded all their pieces for KD. If you watch their, they're like 6-0 and with KD right now in the lineup, by the way. Um, but a lot of that still yeah. is just like, they're just it's a lot of turn-based, like Devin Booker's turn, KD's turn. That's still deadly as hell. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying it's <laughs> not saying it's not Um, i'm just saying like so their shot diet is a lot of jump shots and you see monty williams was complaining like hey why did the lakers get so many free throws yeah well the suns are like last almost last in league in foul shots that's because drives and and drives yeah and so their real like paint presence is deandre ayton who's guy i think you can kind of mitigate and then they have 38 year old chris paul anthony out there who teams are already not guarding you put him in a series where you can kind of like hone in on that Again, like this is this sounds very rosy. Like obviously, you still have Katie and get Devin Booker, where you're gonna have to you're gonna yeah. have to double them and stuff like that. I just think like in a slow pace, less possessions. You have AD and LeBron out there. Like you always like who's guarding KD? Who's guarding LeBron? Right? Is it Josh Okogie? Um, or you know what I mean? Like again, these KD. aren't threats to the these aren't <laughs> these aren't threats <laughs> to the Suns. Just want them to know that. Just plus, but like you just ask these questions, and then their depth gets real tight. Like you go past their starting lineup, and it, again, you get to guys who've really have very little um, playoff type experience. Yeah. Like uh, again, Ish Wainwright and campaign and stuff like that. So um, yeah, like I, I just think like they're a matchup where again, it's not the matchup I would choose. I wouldn't be like, let me gut the suns. I'm just saying like, it's not worth to like play with it and be in the play in versus yeah. playing the suns or the Grizzlies. Um, again, Who- KD, no disrespect. Love your podcast and all that stuff, <laughs> <laughs> et cetera. This is great. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you're sitting here like shitting on the et cetera as well. That's his podcast name. I just want you to know that like when this comes back and we find out that he singularly like found the clips of you saying that we match up well against Kevin Durant and the Suns. You know, I just want. Yeah, I, it sounds bad out loud, well. honestly. It's a, it sounds a lot worse out loud than the way it went. Who, in my who head, do you think? Yeah. Who like? Who would you rather see than? Like, is there? Is there? Like you were saying that it might not be the worst. 
Uh, so who would be the worst matchup to you then? Oh, in that in that first round? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I go with them and versus uh, Denver. I do think like the one seed for them. I'm I'm not as much as like they're a fraudulent team. I, I do think like the one seed and uh, they've obviously been messing around. They lost to Houston tonight by like 20 with Jokic yeah. playing. But I think that's a lot of them kind of uh, tiptoeing to the end. I, I do like their team when they're healthy, but... It was I just funny to see Lakers fans like, haha, look at the nu- look at the Nuggets over there, <laughs> losing to the Houston Rockets. Who would even do that? As like they have they have done that, and the yeah. Lakers are in the middle of doing that to the Utah Jazz. <laughs> God bless yeah, Lakers so, fans. So, so there's no, but there's no easy matchup, right? Even Memphis, as all the issues they've had, John Morant is still a tough guard. Desmond Bain, Dylan Burks is going to be hell for a series to just be. It's just going to be annoying for hell, Grizzlies or. Yeah, either I, he's gonna win a game for them and lose them too, and then the other ones you'll see what the what the impact of is. But and then we talk about Sacramento. You go you go on one cold streak, like you're done against them. They just don't stop scoring. Yeah, um, the, they lost to the Spurs, gave up like 142 the other night. But like I, they're a team where it's like I, I don't think they're as uh, much of a just catch as a lot of teams want to want to put them in. So there's no easy matchup and. Anthony, I just can't see it with a healthy LeBron and AD. We go out sad. Like I, I just can't. I can't envision that. And if they do, then we have some questions to answer this summer. Like, like they have a roster around them where uh, they should at least be, you know, a, a competitive in any series and have a chance. Um, so, yeah. Again, not tell me bring on the Phoenix Suns, but like, there's no easy matchup here. Maybe the Warriors might also be like one of the tougher teams in the in the West, and they might be lower than us in seeding. So it's it's, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it kind of depends on on what kind of shape Wiggins is in with the Warriors. I think that's basically going to define their playoff chances. Uh, so mm. we'll see what that looks like. <clears throat> the West in general, though, like you're like you're saying, yeah. the West is just. And I apologize, everybody. I've been clearing my throat over the course of the show. I've been muting myself basically after every time I've spoken. Um, my voice is a mess. Uh, I am I myself, just like everybody in the Western Conference, is just kind of like dragging ass as we get to the playoffs so 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 pardon me on that one um all right so uh last thing before we get you out of here um and again raj is doing some really fun stuff with all access lakers uh whether it's for lakers games or not on lakers games nights um you know you and the rest of the team there um that i'm happy to be a part of uh you know everybody's been doing some really cool stuff over there but raj before i get you out of here have you seen a movie this year Oh man, uh, seen a movie. I definitely haven't seen one in theaters. We're we're in before. April right now, so like from <laughs> January one to April five. By the time people are listening to this, have you have you seen a movie? Uh, I honestly like I don't I don't think so. I I can't sit down and watch a movie like an hour and a half. Sit there or even like two hours. Like go and sit. There. I went and yeah. oh, I took my. Mom to see a movie, I think, in the theaters, but I fell asleep during the movie. Like I didn't, I didn't even finish it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I I can't do movies, man. I just like it, it's too long. People just sit there and watch a movie for an hour and a half, and then, and I've seen people who you, have like lists. You of rewatch really watch. bad Lakers games for hours and a half, bro. <laughs> yes, but I, that's true. Yes, <laughs> but there's only one game. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to go. Like I see people put out like movie lists they watch. I'm like. Where did you like? They put out like I've seen fifty movies, and let me rank them. I'm like, fifty movies? You saw fifty <laughs> movies? That's <laughs> I have like one but, game to worry about. I watch the game, and then there's another game the next day. I'm not like, oh, here's ten, 
10 movies to watch and I got to like choose. How do you even choose? I don't even understand. See, but but like, okay, you're saying that people have put out, you know, a list of 50 movies. But if you yes. rewatch every game, that, that means you've watched 164 games. That's yes. triple that list. And then some. But I don't have to pick what I'm watching, right? I don't have to be like, okay, what am I going to watch? <laughs> there's no thought that like, goes into there's it. There's no thought into it. You're like, like a president so who has somebody like all he owns or all they own are blue suits so that they don't have to make choices. <laughs> I think the last movie, like uh, English movie I watched in theaters, I think was Endgame. It was like the last movie I saw in theaters. I don't remember when that came out, but I think that was like... <laughs> it, was like it was like 15 <laughs> Avengers movies ago. Like, you know, I don't even know how many years ago that was. That was like six or seven years ago. No, yeah. five, okay. five years ago, I think. But yeah, uh, that was, that, that was, was the exact answer I was, I was hoping for. So like Netflix and chill nights when it doesn't get to the chill part, like you're just sitting there just like, what do we, you're going to pick I like, something I, from this. I like, I like Netflix. Like I like, um, friends. I like. Um, the office i like shows i like shows like that like little short the office 20... hasn't been on netflix for like three years <laughs> i'm giving you shows i've seen on, on netflix friends the office uh I'm sure there are others um... and i love that friends is new to you that came out 30 years ago <laughs> still haven't finished it i need to i need to finish that show uh but <laughs> ross and rachel figure it out I don't want to, you know, I'm sorry, but, but. Oh, really? okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Seinfeld too. I like that one too. Um, <laughs> I watched a few episodes. Uh, it's, it's, it's nice. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about it, Anthony though. There's no real time. Cause like, okay. So the NBA goes till July, right? June. Mm -hmm. And then right away, summer league. So you get all those summer league games to watch. And then you get like August, mm -hmm. which is you're just watching tape on the new players that the Lakers got. So it's like a 365 day a year thing. It's like, it never stops. Yeah, totally. That is that is exactly the schedule that I abide. <laughs> no days off in the Irwin household. None whatsoever. <laughs> All right, bud. This was a blast, as it, as it always is. Again, check out his stuff. You can find him on Twitter, at Raj Chapalu. Uh, you can find uh, the channel that he does uh, with, you know, Aaron and with Shub and occasionally with Mike Trudell. Uh, and myself on Thursdays, that is All Access Lakers on Playback. Um, anything else specifically that you want to plug before we get you out of here? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. And you can follow me on YouTube as well, uh, at Raj Chapalu. I put some I put some video breakdowns and stuff. And, uh, yeah, we do the live games. And uh, you, Aaron, Mike Trudell, uh, do a great job on the off days as well, um, doing all the playback stuff. So it's been fun. It has been. It has. It's, it's a really cool platform. Check out all of that stuff over there, uh, Playback. And yeah, until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin. This has been the Lakers Lounge.